The Library by Frances Rosenfeld Sixth Story During her morning walk, Gwen was surprised to notice one of the large boulders behind the house, and the place where she usually gathered the eggs every evening, was missing. Its empty spot looked unnaturally hard and flat, and upon closer observation, Gwen noticed, to her great bewilderment, that it was a poured concrete foundation. Oh, number seven spoke from behind her. I see they finally took it for repairs. I thought they were going to put that off until it completely crumbled. Who's they? Gwen asked, feeling like she'd just fallen on her head. The tech crew, of course, number seven mentioned. But, Gwen whispered, suddenly embarrassed. I thought we were here alone. All that talk about being lost, not being able to find the way back. All of it. I'm sorry, dear. We thought you were the new actress. We're not supposed to get out of character. We never suspected. What the hell do you mean? We're filming a reality show. Ultimate Survival. You must have seen it. It's been running for a very long time. Very good ratings. A reality show. I've been stuck here forever. They stretch these things as far as they can. At least the popular ones. This is season 13. You mean to tell me I could have gotten out of here a long time ago? Gwen's rage brought all the blood to her cheeks. Gotten out of here. Do you have any idea how many people interviewed for your role? People would kill to get this part. You should see the ratings. Apparently your naivete plays very well with the younger audience. They already decided to run the series for another season. And guess what? Gwen started fussing, too furious to utter a single word. Number 7 continued, as if he didn't notice her outrage. They are going to cast you in the next season too, he whispered, excited. Why in the world would I want to spend one more minute in here? She exploded. Do you have any idea how rarely that happens? Number 7 looked shocked. They are always on the lookout for a fresh face. Recasting is like a miracle. So, they've been here the entire time, watching us. Gwen's upset rose to new heights. Filming, you mean? Number 7 replied. What part of reality show wasn't clear? Of course they're filming us. That's all the show is about, us. Aren't we the celebrities? So, all that pot and mushrooms and tequila, was it all acting? Well, most of it. We did sneak in a bit of the real thing, you know, for authenticity. I mean, we're declaiming an ancient Greek. For crying out loud. One needs a bit to take the edge off. Learning those lines was the hardest thing I ever had to do for a role. I feel like I can almost speak the language now, he confessed. Not. He laughed it off, with a jolly attitude completely out of character. So, Gwen pushed the boundary. You're not really a bitter old man. Number seven let out a hearty laughter which lasted for a while. When it subsided, he answered. God no, I'm 37. This is the composition role of a lifetime. Do you mean you bought it? I always worried I overdid it. It's not easy living in stage makeup 24 hours a day. You made meat vulture eggs. The director thought that was a great idea. Well, selling them as vulture eggs. They have a farm nearby. They keep a lot of fowl. You never had turkey eggs before. I take it. Not the tastiest. 
but at least they're pasteurized. Those were pasteurized eggs, Gwen replied. Yes, we eat them raw, they have to ensure we're not getting salmonella or something. Can you imagine the liability nightmare? I was wondering why they looked so cloudy, Gwen said. Gross. She shuddered, revolted. We do sneak in a few candy bars and the occasional donut when they're not looking. They're really strict about it, though. We must look deprived. And you never considered sharing those with me? Gwen got suddenly furious. We didn't think you'd appreciate the temptation of empty calories. I want out of here right now. Gwen got up to walk purposefully in the direction of the filming crew, only to realize a second later she did not know where they were. It's not that easy. Number seven tried to calm her down. What about your contract? What contract? I don't have a contract. I got lost in the desert and accidentally wandered into your set. Sure you did, honey. Sure you did. Number seven replied. He'd interacted with a few drama queens in his career and knew better than to contradict her. He had great respect for method acting and didn't want to break her flow. I'm telling you all of this is a mistake. She started crying. If that's true, you're the luckiest girl alive. Do you have any idea how lucrative this job is? What part of I don't have a contract don't you understand? She yelled, exasperated, drawing all the wrong attention from the camera crew. A guy in black appeared from behind the remaining boulder, trying to smile. Despite being obviously uncomfortable and sweating profusely under the desert sun, which was already high in the sky, one could cook an egg on that boulder. Hey, 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 everybody calm down. No need to get upset. I'm sure we can work out whatever disagreement there is between the two of you. We're all just doing our jobs here, right? What seems to be the problem? I want out of here. Gwen hissed, with a gleam in her eyes that bode nothing good. Oh dear, here we go again. The director sighed and rolled his eyes. How many times do we have to go over this? We told you folks from the very beginning that this is going to be unpleasant, that spirits will be high at times, and that under the terms of the contractual agreement, short of death, nobody leaves here until the season ends. He raised his voice progressively, finishing the sentence on a thunderous tone. I don't have a contract. I'm here by mistake. Gwen confronted him. Nobody is here by mistake. Honey, might as well say Neil Armstrong landed on the moon by accident. Just take five, okay? Don't worry, we'll edit this out. The hell we will. He reconsidered quietly. This is going to be the best episode of the season. The series is getting a little stale. Mixing things up a bit would be a delightful change of pace. But don't you understand? Gwen ran after him. I'm not part of your cast. I'm nobody. Which is exactly the fresh look we'd been searching for. I hear they're casting you in the next season too. Some people have all the luck, don't they? Listen to me carefully. Gwen stared him in the eyes with an intense gaze bearing all the marks of insanity. You will call for a car right now to take me to Sedona. Or, I swear to you, I'll report you to the police for kidnapping. Sedona? The director asked, genuinely shocked, do you want us to drive you all the way to Sedona? Why? Do you have family or a sweetheart there or something? I just want back to civilization. 
to a proper bed and a good meal and a shower and clean clothes. Don't we all, honey? Do you think I want to be here, baking alive in the desert, sweating like a pig? True art demands sacrifice. How long have you kept me here? Gwen uttered a low growl, ready to pounce like a wild cat. They really messed with your head, didn't they? I have to give them that. They're damn good at what they do. You've only been here since the beginning of the season. You know, when you appeared unexpectedly from the desert. Gwen didn't know what infuriated her more. This revolting story of mistaken identity or the director's gratuitous use of air quotes. Quiet on the set. A megaphone voice prevailed over the racket. Everybody but the actors, get out of the frame, please. The director made an apologetic gesture towards Gwen and disappeared behind the boulder. She ran after him, but he had vanished into thin air. They do that, number three commented. They're quite something, aren't they? Completely concealed. You'd never guess they were there. Number three. I really have to get out of here, she begged, with tears in her eyes. What in the world am I saying? You have a name? Don't you? Enough with the numbers crap. I I'm Jeff, he whispered. We're not supposed to use our names. It ruins the atmosphere. Jeff, please, for the love of God, please tell me how to get out of here. Shh, the ladder shushed her. They already started rolling. Act natural. I don't want to be here. Don't you understand? Please, I beg of you. We're all tired. Let's just get today over with and tonight. I promise you, I'll figure out a way to get you out of here. Please, for me? His tone was so disarming Gwen couldn't think of any way to refuse him. After all, what was one more day when she'd already been here for so long? The numbers were already gathered around the fire, reciting poetry and singing a capella, and their voices, Gwen noticed in retrospect, had evidently benefited from singing lessons for years. Was glänzt ist für den Augenblick geboren. Das echte bleibt der Nachwelt unverloren. An even tone, like the chant of a Buddhist monk, started softly in the background, joined by another tone, in harmony. The droning vibrated in the desert night air, altering its substance and heightening its mystery. Lost in thought while staring into the fire, Gwen was barely there, floating on the edge of this strange reality she had fallen into, half fate, half make-belief, wondering to herself what difference did it make if all of this wasn't real. The numbers were real, their personalities, their likes and dislikes, their little idiosyncrasies, their love for ancient theater. What was real life, after all? What was real life if not a collection of experiences and memories never to be forgotten? She wondered, if that boulder never needed fixing, would she have cherished having met this odd group of strangers, with whom she had bonded over shared hardships and unexpected moments of levity, more? Were the relationships she had forged with these men she had learned to trust with her life any less real because they had developed on a set made entirely out of facades and trompe loyal? Aren't our entire lives made of what we think we see? Everything is pretense and illusion. Everything but genuine connections and memories worth keeping. She'd never been more real anywhere in her life than she'd been here away from social expectations and standards of value, in this place that wasn't even real, where the trappings of civilization were nowhere to be found, 
but its timeless treasures were held in high regard, where nobody had to be anything other than human. She may have found what she was searching for after all. Strange how life surprises you. It always grants your wishes in ways impossible to recognize, because, yes, this reality show faux desert wilderness, complete with chickens and scheduled weekly rain showers, was the place that brought clarity and direction to her life. And, if she'd be allowed the familiarity, true friends, who is to say how one arrives at meaning, some people search for it haphazardly their entire lives, constantly distracted by shiny objects and bumping into furniture and never find it, and others just have it fall into their laps, in unexpected ways, too blind to see it. It is one of the blessings of old friends that you can afford to be stupid with them. The quote surprised her. She felt as if she'd just been awoken from a deep sleep. When she raised her eyes she saw number one looking at her, smiling. What? No Greek, she joked. No Greek, at the end of the play, even in Greek tragedies, the masks come off. They looked into the fire in silence. Strange pictures took shape in the dancing flames, revealing an eerie world which communicated without words. Are you going to leave tomorrow, then? Number four asked. Gwen didn't want to think about it and ruin this moment when things actually were making sense. This was tomorrow's problem, and it was tomorrow's job to take care of it. Tonight was hers alone. No future, no past, just sharing a drink with friends, the magic of the fire and the beauty of the desert night. One of those special moments life throws at you when you're too dumb, too selfish, or too busy to notice. She didn't answer, she just shrugged. The drone of the overtone singing suddenly sounded so weird to her, she couldn't help asking. What in God's name is that? Number one shushed her again, and the droning continued into the night.